We have a saying around here. Oh yeah? Yeah, no brains, no headache. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, boys. What's up? What's up? Damn, son, where'd you find this? Welcome to No Brains, No Headache Podcast, episode 133. I'm Jordan Weichel, a promoter and podcaster from Bismarck, North Dakota, and I'll be your host today. I'm joined by comedian and co-host Matt Cleary. And on today's show, we have an interview with James Camacho, stand-up comedian and actor joining us from New York City. He lets us in on his struggles of making a living or simply surviving off of comedy gigs and how sketchy the big city can be. We also talk about his fandom for the New York Giants and racking up debt with the wrong people. Thanks to James a bunch for taking the time to come on the show. As always, make sure you check out his work. We always love our guest content they create, and you might too. After the interview, it is time for Cleary's Comments, the segment where we holler about random things. Matt starts off with some buffet banter, and I tell about a local donut shop staying on the food theme before we weave in and out of a large misunderstanding of truth or dare, fly fishing, a wood chipper, and Spotify wrapped. We finish up with mini helmet fantasy football week 13 results and then pick our lineups for week 14. We pretty much have it all this week. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Hey, if you want even more content from Matt and myself, make sure you're following us on all social media platforms for extra exclusive content that we share in between episodes, which drop every Tuesday. You can follow us at NBNH Podcast. Don't miss any new episodes by hitting that subscribe or follow button for some mindlessly entertaining comedy. Episode 133 of No Brains, No Headache Podcast is the NBNH media production. Let's get it on. Okay. Let's party. All right, we're now joined by James Camacho, comedian out of New York City. James, thanks for joining the show. No Brains, No Headache podcast. Thanks for having me, man. What's going on? Did he say your name correctly? Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Awesome. He's even got like the phonetic uh, like way to pronounce your name in our notes, so I'm very impressed. Oh, really? <laughs> I even, like. Yeah, I looked up like how to say it. I'm like, I'm still going to mess this up. And then I was listening to a bunch of your podcasts like the last couple of days. And you're like, yeah. oh, I say the name wrong all the time. And I'm like, this guy's exactly like me. Dude, That, that I was just going to say that like that phonetic. I might have to start doing that because I swear if there's two ways to say a name. It's like flipping a coin. And I always say it wrong every single time. And I feel, you know, you just see people's eyes kind of like get sad. Like, no, that's not. <laughs> And you're just like, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> but you know what? I really don't care that much. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Yeah, you're right. It's like, oh, what are you going to do? Come on. Uh, so I, I found you on uh, social media just coming. We do a little bit of stand up comedy. We're from North Dakota. So like anyone that we can get New York, it seems like a lot of comedians are from. And mm -hmm. you seem to talk about the fact that you're uh, Asian and Puerto Rican uh, quite a bit. So my question is. Is that not the recipe for the greatest ba like baseball player of all time? Chinese and Puerto, yeah, I, I would, uh, I would think like that would turn out to be like a Shohei thing, where 
you know, like the Puerto Rican side would be able to, the, to be the slugger and then the, the Asian would be the guy who throws like the, the curveballs, you know? But uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there, are there, are there any Chinese baseball players right now? I guess Qingming Wang was one. That seems like a made-up name. Like if someone's trying yeah. to do this yeah, and make I, up a Chinese name, it really yeah, it sounds like something on a on a menu. Yeah, no, he <laughs> yeah, he's a real play. He played for the Yankees really shortly, but yeah, definitely a good name for a for a baseball player, Camacho. So yeah, I always wanted to be a baseball player. I was never gonna. Uh, the skills aren't there. No, not not God given whatsoever. I have no athleticism at all. Like I know how to catch and throw, and like I knew basics, like. But in, in sports, real athleticism, I think, is kind of just like not worried about your body getting like, destroyed and being able to just do what you have to do. Like, you're, you know, I don't know if you guys watch football, but like, I mean, some of these wide receivers, they go up and they got to focus on catching the ball, knowing that, you know, a 585 pound roided out guy is going to just take him down, you know? And just to be able to not worry about that to me is already just on another level. <laughs> so like, yeah. I'm, that's probably why I never played contact sports. Cause I'm walking down the street and I'm like worried that I'm going to like bump into something. And it's like, I don't want to be on the IL just hitting a light pole or something. Yeah. My, my girlfriend has this uh, theory about like, she tries testing it out. She's like walking down the street and um, she's trying to see like what percentage of people actually get out of your way. And what percentage people kind of just just they won't get out of the way. So if you don't move out, you'll just come it's a in game contact. Of chicken. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> just pedestrian walking chicken. It's New York's hottest crave as of. It really is, especially if you're lonely. <laughs> you get to get some contact. I mean, in North Dakota, you could basically walk around and not see anyone for a while. Yeah. Um, I did a little research and. You being in Manhattan, you have double the population in Manhattan than we have in the entire state. Oh my god, that's that is wild. That's a that's a blow your mind fact for sure. Are you guys close to Fargo? Uh, about two hours away. Okay, yeah, I've been I've been to Fargo. It's it's kind of a nice, pretty nice, cute, cute town. Did you do comedy in Fargo, or what were you there for? Yeah, I did this uh, the cellar, the comedy nice. cellar, or com- cellar and comedy. Some of those. That's like the first time. We have something in common with the comedian <laughs> like yourself. We also we did open mic, but yeah, we have performed at the same venue. That's freaking awesome. That's a really, really nice uh setup that uh they have there, that club. It's really good. Yeah, when we did open mic, they had uh these like they're like these off-brand seltzers or something, and I was either nervous or really thirsty. Yeah. I was at the very end and I drank like I I kid you not like eight of them. Ooh. I was in the bathroom like every two sets. It wasn't <laughs> great. I'm the same way when I'm in a club. I drink seltzer until I'll I literally just I'll start and keep going and there's refill, keep going I'll, the whole night. It's kind of like my OCD. So if is that how you deal with nerves or do you just not get nerves? Um, I don't really get. It depends what show I'm doing. Like what the stakes are um but i don't really get nervous like during the week when i'm in the city doing clubs i i play a lot because you know i'm comfortable there i know people there and a lot of times the crowds are like you know kind of on a smaller side um i get nervous when i guess there's more at stake like i was this weekend i was opening for someone who at he like requested me and it was like the first time he like oh come open for me on the road I feel like I had to do well. So I wasn't nervous, but I was just like, um, I want to just probably err on the, the safe side, you know, maybe not try anything too new or just try to do well, you know? And I remember some, one of those shows was, was kind of tight. The crowd was really tight. 
And I had a moment in the beginning where something didn't land. And I was kind of like, it was the first time in a while I had that panic of like, oh shit, like this is going to go well. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah, yeah. You just kind of want to like uh, run away. And I think I kept going. And then something I said did really well. And then it kind of just, it was fine after that. But yeah, it, it, I don't get nervous. No, I guess I would get nervous if it was like an audition at a club that like, like one of the clubs in the city, like the, like uh, any, I guess any club in the city, if I was auditioning, I'd probably be a little nervous, but yeah, no, that's, uh, I mean, I don't know if I'm just seeing the hits um, from following you on social media, but you have really good crowd work. And I'm wondering if there's uh-huh. any times that crowd work just doesn't go well. Yeah. I would say most of the time. So yeah, if I like most of the, like obviously the stuff I put out there is when, you know, I say something slick or I, I, I zing them or whatever. But there are a lot of times, yeah, you just talk and it doesn't go anywhere. And or you talk to a person and then you kind of like naturally segue it into one of your bits. Um, but yeah, the thing with the crowd work, it's like I'm always 50-50. Like I get in zones where I'm putting out a lot and I get in zones where I'm like, I should be putting out material because material is better. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I don't know. But uh, I guess to answer your question, it doesn't always go great. Do you have like an audible in your back pocket that you go with or... Is it kind of like, well, we just got to keep moving on forward and see what happens? Usually the crower can, like, you can kind of talk your way into leading into a joke. That's usually what I do. Um, but sometimes the best audible is to be like, well, this is going nowhere, you know? Yes. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I, 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 I don't know if I put it out yet, but there's something I'm, I was clipping where a lady's telling me that her 19-year-old kid, she made him get out of the house and get a job. I was making fun of her. I'm like, you obviously don't love this kid if you just want to get out. <laughs> and I was like, what's the, what's the job he got? And she's like, making plywood. And then like, I just, for like 20 seconds, I was just like trying to think of something. And I just said, I got nothing on plywood. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and yeah, so sometimes you just got nothing, you know? And that's the, like, so one thing about crowd work I try to do is like, I try to like, if I'm going to do crowd work, it's like usually like a two together, where are you from, uh, whatever, what, what's your job? Once, like sometimes if you ask something too broad, you may get like a, I guess what's your job could be that too. But it's like, if someone goes, yeah, I do. I make plywood for a living or, oh, I'm, I live in like whatever part of the country that you don't know nothing about. It doesn't look great when the comedians up there kind of like, I don't know. I, I, I don't I have no education on this, you know? That might be a diss though. If we were like, yeah, we're from North Dakota. And you're like, well, there's nothing to fucking talk about there. Right. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's funny too. Cause that's kind of a go-to. But even then, you have to read the situation. Like, if the crowd is kind of on your side, they'll laugh. But a lot of times, I see people like, where are you from? Oh, I don't know. Des Moines, Iowa. Fucking shithole, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you just see people kind of like, Ugh. Like, Jersey's one place where that's 50-50. Jersey, if you shit on Jersey, like, if you go to Jersey and be like, fucking Jersey, you have people that are really prideful, you know? So you could, you could lose them that way. But I think most small – Jersey's just a bunch of animals anyways, but – if in most small towns they know, yeah, we're, but uh, yeah, you just gotta be careful because I see so many people sometimes they that's like a hack card to put, oh, I'll show them the town. And they go up there and they do it, and people are like, we actually like it, we hate you. Are you originally from like New Jersey or New York, or did you move up to the area at some point? I grew up, I grew up in New Jersey, okay, and I moved to New York, I want to say tw- like 24, 25. Awesome. Yeah. And you just do like right into comedy or did, was there something else that brought you to the city and you kind of supplemented it with comedy? No, just comedy. I, I started doing comedy sophomore year of college and I, uh, yeah, I moved just to do comedy. I, 
I was sick of living in my parents' house, and <laughs> I I started ma- I wasn't making a lot of money, but I started making enough money where I was like I I think I think I can make enough money to pay. I basically in my mind was like I think I can make enough. I can make, I think I can make a thousand dollars a month doing comedy, so I'm going to move to New York, and that's basically what I did. I I like would do like MC gigs on the road or um god damn just whatever i could do and i would try to make a thousand dollars a month like 700 would go to rent and then 300 would go to like food and i was eating like tuna cans yeah Caffed food after the cocaine you have like 14 dollars left after the cocaine no. <laughs> after the cocaine i owe people uh- <laughs> i've been crippling debt right now yeah 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 um well I, I think you made it big time now that you have an imdb page nice. um and I, I want to ask a question about acting, but it's probably not your regular question. Okay. Um, how good does it feel to get residual checks? Oh, they feel pretty good. They're, it's very underrated, I think, because every anytime I go audition for something, I'm never thinking about residual checks. I'm always thinking about, I just want to get on, I want to get this part, right? But if you think, like, I've done a couple things where I'm still getting checks for it. <laughs> and then so you're like, now that I think about it, it's like I never look at going into an audition like, oh, I could be making tens and thousands of dollars for years. I just think like I just want to book this thing and be on TV and show off to my friends. But the residual checks, um, some it's weird. Some are really low to the point where it's like it, it's pathetic. But some are like you just get you get paid literally for the whole day shoot again. And it feels cool because it's money, but also feel cool. It feels cool because like, you know, I feel like, oh, my God, like I'm a real actor with an imdb i can pay back my drug dealer now yes yeah now no i can uh yeah yeah um never gonna pay him back but (laughs) yeah well so you get these roles that you go into audition for and it's like oh you play in a smaller part here when you go into audition you're like i'm auditioning to be like an extra or like a paramedic on an episode or something or do you go in they're just like hey we need to come in and read some lines yeah so the the extra stuff is booked oh, completely different like extra stuff is booked by an agency called casting networks and it's there's some subsidiaries of not subsidiaries but there's other companies that literally all they do is focus on extras and then there's like uh the co-star and guest star in main like uh, starring roles where it's like you know they usually it goes through agents the casting directors will send those out to the agents and the agents will then send their clients. Um, and then the cast directors will choose who they want to have audition. So with anything that I've done on like TV work, usually anything where your face is in it and you have a line or you have some kind of like legit like camera time, it's usually something you have to audition for. Even if it's something like, even if your line is like shit and that's it, like you have to audition for that and you have to meet with people and there's a lot, a lot of hoops you got to jump through. So it seems like a lot of bureaucratic bullshit. It is. It has nothing to do. I mean, a lot like anyone can say shit, you know. So it's like it really comes down to look. It comes down to uh, maybe like what your uh, resume is, what your following is, and it's just really random. Like I, ho- I believe like especially with like the whole call to diversity thing. Like I probably would get something just because they don't have an Asian guy, you know or whatever Hispanic guy in that episode already. Does that make sense? Like if they already casted someone for a one line thing that's Asian, then it's like, oh, like we're going to find a different quota to fill. 
with this like, we don't need lunch. an Asian. We need a Puerto Rican. You're like, yes. well, lucky <laughs> well, for me, you. Lucky for you. Well, I, I always think like people always say if you're mixed race, it's great. But then it's like, especially with smaller role things, um, they usually are going straight for the stereotype. You know, since I'm so ambiguous, I don't think I kind of fit their whatever, their, whatever they're like they're looking for. Does that make so sense? So essentially yeah. casting directors are just the only people in the world that it's okay for them to be racist. Yeah, I mean, you'll see literally the breakdowns for the roles will be like, we're looking for an Asian guy that's in his 20s with black hair, with short hair. Like, they'll just say what they want. And at the end, they'll be like, we're open to all genders and races. And it's <laughs> like, you just said, what are, you talk- what are you talking about? You know, I think I guess legally what they're trying to say is like, we'll audition anyone. But they're, they're, they're pretty racist. I don't know if it's the way to put it, but they're very stereotypical for sure. In well, if, it, stuff. if it makes you feel any better, I probably won't ever get on one of my favorite TV shows, Survivor. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm a white male, pretty mild life. Haven't had too much tragedy. So yeah. I, just, I don't think they're going to go for my story arc at all. Yeah, I feel like all those reality things, it's like you could just make shit up to get on. Like if you have any type of struggle. Like just like just, I skinned my knee in the third grade and I was um, oppressed from getting picked on the kickball team after that. And yeah, that's, that's pretty hard to recover from. That's pretty good already right there. I'm interested. <laughs> I, I, I want to pitch to like NBC or whatever it's on to just have CBS survivor, but for average people, it's like, this is Dale. He's a plumber. Yeah. He's got most of his family members, uh, Kind of went to college, trade school, and then got a job. Like pretty normal, pretty life. normal guy. Yeah, has a has a <laughs> has a associate's degree. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I it, it's so it's so funny because I've auditioned for America's Got Talent, and then recently I've been I was thinking about auditioning again. I literally was thinking like, what can I say? What struggle can I convey? Rather than being like, what's my best jokes? It was like, what what's this? How can I make myself pathetic and and an underdog, you know, and I'm just kind of like looking at like, uh, like, yeah, just like what struggle do I have that like I can just. Well, America's Got Talent is weird because there was uh, one comedian, I think Ryan something. He had like deformities on his arms and he was super funny, like oh, talking yes. about how he. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. And there was like, oh, there's no way this guy doesn't win. And then a blind autistic kid who's really good at singing auditions and he's just like, shit. There's no way I can beat that. Yeah, I even know they should even call it America's Got Talent at this point, you know, because the most talented people, I guess the most talented people with the hardest road, maybe that's what they should call it. America's Got Talent, even though, you know, they struggle. I don't know. (laughs) Sad people that are talented. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's all ratings, you know, if you really think about anything that you watch or interested in, because like I like football. Like uh, last week, I was telling my girlfriend about the. You guys watch football at all? Oh, all the time. Big so time. the Jets, you know, the, the Jets with Mike White and Zach Wilson. Big Mike right. White guy. You're Mike White. Mike, he's a handsome guy. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he. Uh, I told my girlfriend the whole thing about how Zach got benched and his team turned on him because he said, you know, he didn't let down the defense and Mike White's this kind of like weird looking skinny guy that. And then and she's like, I'm in. I want to watch, you know, because I had to give a, a background, you know, dramatic, like, oh, like, could he take the place of the starting court of number two pick? You know, Mike, that's, that's sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Matt. Mike no. White kind of looks like when you create a guy in Madden, but you haven't changed anything yet. <laughs> and it's like, that's the starting guy. It's just Mike White. He looks like a starting quarterback. Like, like 
I, Zach Wilson doesn't. Zach Wilson does look like a, a child. He looks like the child from the Cam Newton uh, progressive commercial or whatever. He so looks like 60? a brat. Yeah, the Play 60. Yeah, he looks like, oh, what's that movie? Wedding Crashers. Remember where in the beginning where Vince Vaughn's like making the balloons? And, he, and the one kid goes, I want a balloon. And I want a bicycle. And he's kind of like, I can't make you a bicycle. How about I make you? And he goes, I want a bicycle, clown. Like, that's what Zach Wilson's face kind of reminds me of. Just <laughs> or someone where he gets in trouble and he says, do you know who my dad is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Mike White, uh, yeah, because I, I didn't know what he looked like, really. And then I saw the pictures of him. I keep thinking, in my head, I had that guy. Who was the backup quarterback for the Giants last year? That was horrendous, and he had the huge neck. Uh, um, Mike Glennon? Oh, yeah, yes. That's what I was thinking about in my head. And I saw Mike White. I'm like, oh, that's guy. He looks like a stud. So um i'm rooting for him well you're um, a giants fan aren't you i'm a giants fan yeah so how do you pick between the giants and the jets in oh, new york no. is it just oh, like poor I... people cheer it... on one team and rich people cheer on another no <laughs> i think it's just, it's all about asians on one side right right <laughs> the asians i don't know who the asians would like um uh but it's, i think it's all about how you grow up so all my sport teams that i root for the reason why i root for them is because they're pretty much the first uh games i went to so the first football game i went to was a giants game and it was the year they won the super bowl so it was one of those things where it's like i i didn't really know much about football i went to a game and i'm like whoa this is so cool the giants and they won the super bowl that year and i was just after that i was just you know it's like a magic it was like a magic uh carpet ride you know like you you get into football and then your team it like it's not supposed to work like that where you yeah, yeah. <laughs> team just wins the super bowl the first year but um yeah and then i just stuck with them since that's how it is the jets too i i don't know they're they're i don't know like i just remember the sanchez era they weren't that fun rex ryan not just not a fun group you know eli and coughlin and strahan were a lot more i guess better personalities my cat is literally trying to break down the door of our studio right now i have cat i have two cats they're all cat guy yeah well my girlfriend's got my girlfriend bought one cat into our relationship and we just got another one so now we have two yeah i actually heard that on uh your podcast i was catching up on a few episodes uh yeah, what, what's the yeah what's the podcast all about tell our listeners about it oh my god so the pot the i'm in podcast purgatory purgatory there we go. look at that you guys, you guys <laughs> studied um 14 17 years of catholic school it's good it's good Man, I did. I did. Still uh, going to hell. Still going to hell. But you might be in purgatory first. Okay? Yeah, purgatory is all right. They have that Family Guy where they have the the visual purgatory, which I think is so hilarious. It's just that white, and they're just kind of flying. <laughs> um, what was the question about the? Was it about the cats? Oh, the, the podcast. podcast. <laughs> so the podcast used to be where I would interview people about high school. It was fun, but it just got to the point where I feel like I was saying the same stories over and over again from my side. And then, and then, um, getting guests and all this stuff was was starting to get really difficult. And the podcast, I mean, podcasting now. I'm sure you guys know. It's like I used to do the podcast at the comic strip audio studio. It was only audio, so I would be done. I would take the SD card, I shove it in my computer, and that would be that'd be it. Now it's like you got to have video and clips and and uh, all this, you know, all this shit, and like you got to go make them go viral on social media, and like it's it's like a full time job. So. And I think the bottom line is like I kind of like fell out of the the love for the podcast, so I changed it to where it's just just me talking about 
what's going on, like ranty, kind of like a Monday morning Bill Burr podcast. And my girlfriend um, is now part of it. So now it's both of us. And she's giving me looks right now. Um, <laughs> like gun to your head. Yeah, she's awesome. <laughs> yeah, just lying. Super this glad. A, this is an untruthful podcast, guys. Um, but yeah, now so now it's both of us. And I just hope that I can get some sort of cons- with the podcast in terms of like getting it out every week. And like, because it was like high school for a couple of years. And then it became just me. And now it's us. So I just want some consistency because um it's fun because um especially when i was doing it by myself for a little bit i i kind of have like a small uh fan base of people that listen um so i just kind of out of guilt want them to have something that's consistent that they can look forward to every weekend you know rather than me changing you know you know what i mean so the podcast now is just kind of um like what's your what's like what's like the log line for your podcast is it just interviewing comedians go ahead um it's i mean it's like we started out like we're a sports news podcast and then like it like got into it and we're like there's no sports on because we're in the middle of a global pandemic right now it's like we haven't talked about sports in four weeks by the time sports came back we were pretty much in comedy themed and then yeah like we won't do an interview every single week but definitely enjoy having guests on from all over definitely outside of North Dakota's or great uh, perspective to get. Um, so we do that, try to every week. And then we just, yeah, besides that, it's Matt and I kind of back and forth. And then yeah. we've made up a few games like the Olympics, for example, our listeners like that. So we'll pick like, um, I don't know, favorite or Olympics of comedians. So then I would say, you know, gold, uh, Bill Burr, you know, Matt would say, you know, yes, whoever, and James got him at silver. You know, we got everybody else. But then we do that. We rank them. And we have mini helmet fantasy football. Yeah. Where we basically draw out of like a hat. And whatever yeah. helmet you get, that's kind of you got to choose from that roster. And so we do fun stuff like that. Try to uh, differentiate it up. But I kind of noticed that listening to your last couple podcasts, you were saying that the new direction, the transition, if you will, that was transition. The transition yes. was just such a hard word to get over. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. It's like I said. It's like I'm in like uh, purgatory now. So I'm trying to do something consistently, but I'm trying to do something where I also like I open up more on it as opposed to before where I was like interviewing people. And like you said, I want to have guests on, but it, it's going to be not every it's more once in a while. Um, I, yeah, but yeah, that's that's my that that was a long way to nothing for my podcast background for me was it like kind of a difficult decision to make where you're like i still want to keep doing this but kind of have to go through a little bit of like a rebrand so to speak yeah i mean it was difficult in that like you know you kind of feel like you're giving up in a way where like oh i don't want to do the high school thing anymore because i did it consistently for so long so you feel like you're kind of giving up but i had thought about it for a while and i think like i was just being honest with myself because i would have some i started doing some where like you know, I have good conversations with people, but it just it just kind of felt like it was really it was more work than it was fun. And now when I do it with, you know, the way it is now where I kind of just talk about what's, you know, what's going on in my life and what's bothering me. I feel like it's more free and maybe more my uh, more um, more me, I guess. You know, it's like if you, like if you see me on stage or if you see me on social media and then you go and listen to the the podcast you're going to get a more authentic version i mean yeah that's kind of what i liked about it is it's it's more about your like daily life and like this is going on and yeah i am fascinated with people from new york just because 
I want to know why they live there. Yeah, it makes uh, no sense. Because, I mean, yeah. I, I'm taking this is a direct quote from you. Oh, um, <laughs> oh boy. That really prepped me. Yeah. Okay. Disgusting, expensive, might get stabbed at any point. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. This like, the why slogan. the hell would you want to live in that? Is that? I said it's on my podcast? Yeah. That's so funny. Um, why would you want to live there? Because you have a you have a dream about uh, doing something like making it in comedy or finance, and uh, you're too lazy to commute back to a normal place to live in Jersey or something. So, and you just want that experience of living in the city. It's really a young man's, uh, young woman thing. And then once you get have family and kids, you can't live in the city. It's this, it's germ riddled and dangerous and it makes like i said you got like that's why everyone out here is a bit aggressive is because everyone here thinks they're they're here everyone is 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 uh what the hell it's that phrase going on hero mode or main character syndrome whatever main lead character syndrome everyone's got Uh, that in new york yeah i know what you're talking about no i don't everyone's got that (laughs) in new york everyone's like i'm here i moved i'm the shit i'm making it i'm i'm you know in the reality no no one really gives a shit but it's it's that and you know so many like you said there's like two times as many people in the city than the entire state of north dakota so it just gets congested and people get upset and everyone thinks they're important and i read this news article like 18 months ago and this sticks with me this guy was walking down the streets of brooklyn Mm -hmm. and fell through a like bodega crate thing yeah and into just a nest of rats his name was leonard shoulders yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like if i needed to make up a name it's like yeah, leonard shoulders. shoulders yeah God damn but it. yeah i just i feel like if i went to new york i'd just fall through the sidewalk and into a pile of rats yeah i mean every day it's like there's shit everywhere like just human literally shit and figuratively all right we we can all play this game because we can ask ourselves the same question why do we live here in north dakota uh, yes. Today, fun fact: When I woke up, it felt like negative nine. Okay, oh, so just, yeah. just want to put that out there. Toasty one. Also, uh, such a small market that two of our three comedy routines Matt and I have done have been shows that we put on for ourselves. Because, well, uh, when you want something and it's not available, yeah, and you're in your market, you just got to do it yourself. But let's all play the game. If you had to live somewhere else outside of the region that you currently do, where would it be and why? Um, I guess, I guess Los Angeles. Okay. Just going to the New York of the <laughs> West. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is that cheating or do you, do you no, no, that's okay. fine. Um, yeah, no. Cause I've been out there before and it's, yeah, it would just be, I could do con it, it's number two <laughs> in chill yeah. business. So I'll just go there. And, uh, I mean, I, I, I do every time I go, I go, I go, I think like, I guess I want to move out here, but, um, I'm not ready yet in the sense of like, uh, I think I need to be a little more established before I can. You know, so in like two to three years, we're going to be able to brag that we had you on our podcast and everyone's going to know who exactly who we're talking about. I hope so. I hope that I that. Yeah, I mean, of course, like I, the opposite would be brutal. It's like two to three years now. You you archive this because it's useless. Um, yeah, we, we actually just deleted it. after a while. <laughs> <Yes>. He <laughs> killed like 17 people. <laughs> we got a clear storage on. Uh, you know, what's crazy. My my podcast, I have a bunch of episodes that I had to. I didn't have to take them off, but I, I archived a lot with some comedians that are like doing really well now. And I have to go back and like um, 
maybe put them up or something. It's like I, some people have really big followings and I just archived them because like I had no idea what I said on them. I'm definitely going to be that person. Matt will probably follow suit of like... Matt knows everything about me. Matt's, you know, quoting well, me. I'm going to be like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Last yeah, four of your social. I got it all. We're pretty much <laughs> best friends. I talked to him once for like 35 minutes. We're the besties. Biffles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, do you can I can I I know that's brutal, right? Um, that can I ask you this though? Um, did you so you listened to the last couple of podcasts? Did you listen to the the high school stuff too? Uh, I listened to one of them, yeah. Okay, you, did I uh, which one was more entertaining? I liked the ones you've recently done. Um, okay. The high school one, like Jordan tells me all the time when I try to like talk about something I did in high school, he's like, close the yearbook. Yeah. Um, Although it is really entertaining, it's just like what's the going on and currently because like shit that we did in high school, yeah, 10, 12 years ago is like a hate crime or like actually illegal now. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or yeah, some some people too, like I have people on that like don't even want to talk about. It. You know what this is, right? And they're like, oh, I forget it ever happened. What the fuck? I mean, I'm talking about nothing. I'm just like, yeah. Why did you come on here? <laughs> I've had people, uh, and this is a lot older people. Like, I have people that are middle aged, and they're like, I don't remember anything that happened. I'm like, then why the fuck are you here, dude? Just, <laughs> if you don't remember anything from high school, then, then what are you doing here? And then we, I literally, I, it's always, I ask, and then I just go, go fuck, there's like 50 minutes, and like, they don't remember a single thing. Did you go to prom? I don't remember. Did you, uh, were you uh, 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 playing any sports? Ah. I played baseball, but I don't remember much about it. And I'm just like, oh, fucking Lord almighty. Join the basketball team, quit, rejoin, and then get kicked off for getting Double a minor. Yeah. yeah, yeah, getting a minner. Yeah, who would get a minor? It's ridiculous. Jordan needs two hands to count the number of minor. One. Okay. I need one. I need two hands to count how many times I got arrested. Get it right, Matt. <laughs> yeah, yeah was, I, was... I never – that's one thing about school. I always – I was just talking about this recently about how intense – they were when you got in trouble in school. They were fucking kids, dude. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, you got, like, like detention. You go to the principal's office. They made you feel like you your life was over, you know? Uh, we went to a Catholic high school, so, oh, like, we God. had a shorter leash. However, the punishment was always, like, not bad. Yeah, it's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, you mooned the entire school? Oh. Prayer. Yeah, it's like one day in school suspension. You do that now, you have to register as a sex offender. Yeah, I don't even know what now. I don't know what the kids are going to do. Go take now. care of your cat. I can't. This cat has been knocking at the fucking door for like 20 minutes. Oh, do you I'm can't close lose my shit. You can't close doors on cats, man. They'll, they'll, there's no yeah. cats. There's no pets allowed in the studio. It's a rule. Oh, is, is that right? It is a rule. Oh, okay. That's smart. God, he's a psycho. Yeah, anytime I close it, it's so funny because the cats will not give a shit about my life. And then when I close the door on them, the next thing you know, hey, what's going on? What's going on, buddy? No, it, it literally, like, we can see the door handle from here. It was like if you lock the door and your buddy's trying to get in, you could just see the door handle, like, jiggling the whole time. And I, really? I, couldn't, I couldn't take it. <laughs> yes. How's the cat getting that high up? I think he's just hitting it, and then the door handle is jiggling because there's just a teeny little space there for oh, separation. God. Well, and he knows how to open the doors that are the ones that you hit down, so oh, he okay. just probably assumes that all of them are like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm That's glad cool. we did that, but I, I don't know what else we have here. But yeah, I took care of the cat. So what'd you do? You, you yeah, you can you take care of your cat? You just hear a gunshot. Yeah, That's he's gonna he's say. A, did you punt them away? Him. Where where did he go? Did you did you kick him? Where, where, what happened? <laughs> Drowned. literally went and threw him. Oh, yeah. Um, 
I got just one more question, Matt, and you can ask whatever. Maybe we could wrap it up. But sure. so when I was listening to your last couple shows, uh, one part that was really funny was um, you and your girlfriend were talking and you were talking about how being like physically fit has somehow now become offensive. <laughs> and you're like, yeah, put your shirt on. My my wife's here. She might bang you is pretty much what you said. <laughs> um, is, is that kind of like a little bit of your like uh, shtick or style of just kind of talking about like PC culture, just sometimes how ridiculous <laughs> things are. I do. You know, what's funny. Um, I have, and then you wouldn't, you wouldn't know this because I don't post a lot of those things. I might start posting them. I'm getting, in a, I'm, I'm, I'm starting to think about posting more material for my act just because I don't have any special deals and I need to fucking build a following. But I have a whole, I have a lot of jokes where I go, what the, f- what this makes no fucking sense in this politically correct climate. Like I have a joke about, um cultural appropriation i have a joke about a guy i went to a show and then i asked if the guy he was with was related and he called me racist i have a joke about uh i did a show and asked i did crowd work i was asking if anyone was gay and a lady called said i was committing a hate crime um i have a joke about how people want to cancel comedians for being because they they feel like they're being serious but it's like when serious people talk no one thinks they're joke like i have all i have all these things where it's just like just just where i'm just like i guess mad about it but it, it's my mad is just pointing out like this doesn't add up right people you know like kind of like kind of like that kind of stuff um so yeah i do have a lot of i don't have a, like i said i don't have a problem with it i get why people get upset and my main thing is like if you come to a comedy club like like you got you can't you can't get upset. You know what I mean? Or if it's in a comedy setting. Um, it's like going to a baseball game and getting mad that you got hit in the face by a foul ball. That's a great example, you know? <laughs> or it's like if you go to the club and you act like an asshole and the bouncer like beats the shit out of you. I love it when people say you're drunk to me and it's like, yeah, I'm fucking drinking. Like, Yeah. <laughs> right, right. You're drunk. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're at a bar. I've been here bar. since two. Okay. Yeah, we're drunk. This is the place to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's like, I get it, you know, in real life, um, there's things that need to be talked about and there's racism out there. But, you know, especially when you're joking, like I get, I get, I get like hate mail all the time and people call, call me a terrible person and stuff because I make jokes about my own race. You get mail? Yeah. And yeah, like physical mail. <laughs> like, yeah, I have a mailbox. Um, a little little flag just a bunch um, of magazine letters cut out yeah. well basically our thing yeah. is like our our name is our insurance policy so if this hasn't really happened a whole lot but like sometimes if people are like i can't believe you said this and it's really not that bad like right trust me we don't say that bad of things we just want a good laugh yeah and we're always like well that's on you for listening to a show called no brains no headache that's the insurance policy baby right and this is it's it's also fascinating. Like if 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 you watch something and someone says something you don't like, but it's a stand up club where people are laughing too. It's just like if you were laughing, you know. So it's like I don't know. Some people are so I don't even believe the real, especially because I never see it in real life. I only see it online, you know. So I'm not con- I'm convinced, not convinced, but I don't. I just can't fathom people being that missing it that much, you know. And like a, a PC comedy club, that's basically like an Applebee's. They have those. They have places where this is a safe space and you don't talk about any uh, groups that are 
whatever minority groups or oppressed groups or you know, like you, they have those places yeah, but then I, yeah yeah i would just have zero interest in going to one of those like i want to be offended yeah i mean anything even if you do like i'm doing a college tomorrow i'm sure i have to be clean even that's not like to me that's not real comedy you know or you have to like uh do boundaries if you do a corporate gig they want you to do what it's just like you know it's just not real comedy it's something else but um, acting I don't even know what it is. <laughs> it really is Whatever. to me. It's just a circle jerk, really. That it is. It's like, hey, we're gonna. Speaking of high school, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of football, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it, that, that's a big part of my act where I complain about a lot of stuff like that. I guess you know something I'm starting to learn is like whatever I put out there. I mean, this this might sound obvious, but whatever I put out there, people really believe too, and it's, it goes back to like joking and people taking it seriously. Like sometimes I'll post clips from like the road weeks ago and people be like, oh, you're just out on the road. I'm like, I've been home for a month now. But people just see, you know, what's online. And, uh, you know, so and I post all these crowd work. That I get all the time. Oh, man, people like the fuck with you at shows. I'm like, no, it's just because I'm I'm putting those clips out because I don't want to give away my material. So now people just think I get yelled at <laughs> when I yeah. perform comedy. <laughs> so, yeah. So I guess I need to uh, be more mindful of that. Anyways, the the answer to the question, which what was the answer? What was the question again? I, honestly, I I yeah. forgot. Um, I think I answered it already, and then I forgot what it was, and then I kept going. Well, that's but, fine. Oh, about, I mean, about the act, about about the PC. Yeah, so I do yeah, talk yeah. about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can like wrap it up here. Uh, if you want to just tell our audience uh, what kind of shows you got coming up, or uh, where to follow you. Yeah, where they follow, where they find your shows. So you can follow me at um, on Instagram and TikTok at Kamach Bro, C-A-M-A-C-H-B-R-O, and then nice. YouTube.com slash James Camacho. I'm forgetting the other social media thing. Um, Facebook, Facebook.com slash James Y. Camacho. Yeah, we'll and, definitely add your name to the title so everybody can uh, know where to yeah. look and what to search. If you just type in my name in Google, all this all this shit usually comes up. And JamesCamacho.com for the the tour dates. Um, I got I got a lot of dates coming up. Um, When's this coming out? Next Tuesday. Oh, next Tuesday? Yeah. So I'll be in New York City for the for the rest of December and then January. Uh first weekend of January. I think it's the sixth and seventh. I'm in Florida, Cocoa Beach, Florida. Then after that, thirteenth, fourteenth, Hanover PA. Then twenty first, I'm doing uh Bergen County Performing Arts Center. Shit, and, we got uh, some scheduling going on yeah, here, man. Shit. Yeah, man, for you. <laughs> think, yeah. After that, there's nothing but um until january we're doing okay but yeah come to the show um and yell at me so we can put some more clips up with hell yeah cool. thanks so much for coming on the show man thanks for having me it was a lot of fun and uh we didn't talk any sports remember my credo timmy don't be a fool stay in school time for cleary's comments this week now that's the segment where we really just ban- banter about random things it could be uh just about anything from itchy buttholes to uh, Matt likes to give the local traffic report every once in a while. Uh, sports sometimes, gambling, you never know. Uh, could be drinking as well. Uh, what was that description you were giving, I think, last week? It was like that GQ description. Oh, And they I... just basically like listed off like every like, kind of like entertaining thing in the world. Yeah, it's like what things you can't live without, and you're basically just going right to... Uh, yeah, I can't live without my wireless headphones. Well, you know what you can live without? 
not being able to charge them after one usage. Yeah, so we, uh, we're here in the random portion of the show, and if you are listening out there and you're saying, hey, man, no brains, no headache podcast, Matt and Jordan, I'm here with Matt, my co-host, call him Ongo, get to him in a moment here. These guys are sounding really good all of a sudden. What the heck's going on? Is something wrong with with my streaming platform? Maybe what am I listening on? My speaker, my AirPods, uh, some, my vehicle? Am I in the vehicle right now? I don't know. It's because we do sound better. We made a sizable investment into some really new microphones, brand new, matter of fact. Uh, we got some Shures. That's S-H-U-R-E. Uh, you, yeah, U-R-E. There you go. Got yeah, it. Nailed got it. it. Uh, so, yeah, sounding really good, feeling really good. Uh, decided to treat ourselves. So I'm going to turn it over to Matt Ongo here. First of all, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Second of all, how are you doing? I'm doing well. I uh, got off to my New Year's resolution already. Yeah, we just got into December now, recording yeah. early December here. I've been doing this thing where I start it December 1. That way I can be done with it by the new year, and then I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, what's the resolution? Uh, I was going to get healthier, um, <laughs> and... I don't know if you know Keyword this. was. We're already uh, throwing a past tense in there. Yeah. I think we're two days into December here. Matt's folded. Uh, yeah. Well, I was. I tried. I was, I was trying to intermittent fast, I guess. Basically, I just forgot my lunch. Um, and then after work, it was just a shitty day. And Jordan's like, you want to go to the distillery? And I was like, all right. Went and had a couple drinks, followed up by pizza. New Year's resolution over. You blew it! That's all right. That's why you started early, like you said now. Uh, ample opportunities to get back at it. Uh, what do you think of the Christmas present that we decided to buy ourselves, uh, not only for our sake, but really our listeners' sake out there? What do you think of the microphones? They're awesome. They're so new that they're still kind of cold from sitting on my porch for like an hour. Yeah, The uh, thank you to the delivery guy who got it here. and Lickety split time, so... We got ourselves some new uh, hardware. Yeah. Feels really nice. Uh, you know, it's holiday season. It's criminal season. And uh, we're here buying ourselves some presents ahead of time. So really excited about it. The microphones, uh, just a little bit of a recharge for us. Really nice to pay off all the times that we've done either comedy shows or live recordings or really um, selling merchandise. That's all uh, efforts that really go towards allowing us to buy some new equipment. So I'm really excited about it. Um, I'm also excited about Cleary's comments here. Uh, just a couple of topics before I send it over to Matt. We got uh, buffets or perhaps Buffets. It could be the Buffett family. I'm not really sure. Uh, donuts, high school, fly fishing, Spotify wrapped. We got it all. Matt, can you clarify? Is it buffets or Buffets? Buffets. Oh, thank you. What do we, what do we got about buffets here? I haven't had one in a long time, and I was thinking about it. And I haven't I ha had a buffet in a long time. I haven't really had good experiences with them, I'm going to be honest. But if you're at a buffet, what are you going with for your first plate? So just like in general, we'll, everything's out there. We'll start with a breakfast buffet. Breakfast buffet, um, probably going to stay away from the eggs. I'm just going to tell you that right now. Usually got to stay away from buffet eggs. They're usually of the powdered kind, I feel. Um, so going to stay away from those. What you got to do in this situation is go with uh, food that you don't make too often for yourself. So I'd probably go with some sort of waffle, pancake, French toast situation. Uh, get the sweet tooth craving out of the way. And then 
Probably a big old pile of bacon. Oh, yeah. I'm Perhaps pro- some fruit. My first plate is just protein. Yeah. Depends sausage if- links or sausage patties? I would probably have to go with patty. I'd probably have to be a patty guy. Although those sausage links, like, they never look appetizing. And then it's one of those things where, you're like, you have one, you're like, oh, that wasn't that good. And then there's just so much salt. In them. Yeah, your like, heart's just like, <clears throat> I need another. <laughs> Keep them coming. Let's even the odds. <laughs> <laughs> he tosses me down a mass bear pump. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was thinking about buffets, and, like, I haven't really had one. Like, the la- honestly, probably the last time I ate a buffet was, like, 12 years ago, and it was, like, a Chinese one. Yeah, we don't we don't really understand how good we had it with the Pizza Hut buffet. Never will. If you look at the way you know this economy is going in this economy, you kidding? Uh, inflation. I'm just gonna throw a few big words out there: Federal Reserve, interest rates. If you look at all that right now, and you compare it back to the good old days of a five dollar Pizza Hut buffet, we took it for granted. Yeah, and I'm trying to wash some money right now, and it's just you know it's tough to do on a five dollar Pizza Hut buffet. No, uh, you really got to watch out for you know, cost-effective ways of shoving food down your gullet. They're hard to come by these days. There was one time I ate so much at a buffet, I literally vomited afterwards because I was so full. Yeah, I'm just thinking of a few times I've had some Chinese, and uh, the food I ate caused me to rush to a bathroom. It's, and you know... A a restroom. And it's like the same thing with when we used to have like a golden corral. It's like, you know what's going to happen, but you still do it twice a year. You motorboat son of a bitch, you old sailor, you. I actually stayed out of the uh, the GC, the Golden Corral. Never went to it, probably never will. I went twice, food poisoning both times. Nice. Respect. Matt's talking to the camera. The fame is going straight to his head. Oh, it's 100% just right. To the. F- I got these new mics, and I think we're j- we've made it. The funny thing is they're they're really heavy. That's when you know you have a good product. Oh, yeah. Like, you ever, you ever put on a really nice watch? Heavy. Yeah, see, I can't really wear a lot of things on my wrist. Look, I'm wearing this bracelet I understand, right but you ever, like, tried one on or maybe wore it for, like, a day? Yeah. Or, like, somebody's like, hey, just wear this watch. You look good. And it's a nice watch. Some bitch is heavy. Yeah, I tried to get into watches. One time in my life, I ordered a pack of 10 of them for, like, 280 bucks or something off some website and apparently they were nice watches like they were like supposed to be like for everything you get into and ended up just throwing them away not a return guy if i don't like something i'm not going to return it i just wait long enough and throw it in the garbage when you're in a buffet line say you're in las vegas got the choice between the yellow and the beef um like what direction do you go with of like creating your plate is there a certain theme or 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 culture perhaps that you follow, or is that the whole point of the buffet? Is the more random, the better. I want some chocolate pudding next to my spaghetti, and yeah, next want, to my egg roll. I want like a grab a piece of pizza that like barely fits on your plate that you know has been sitting under the heat lamp for yep. no less than thirty six hours. It was, it was the second to last one on the pan. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason for that. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we didn't cook anymore. It's That's like, by design. Yeah. Uh, you gotta go for just protein off the top. Man, you're pretty big on a protein right now. Yeah, is this your health kick thing? Yeah, it's my health kick that I gave up. You immediately just assume and... like taking in more protein. I mean, perhaps a, a tish more wouldn't hurt. Watches one Liver King video and just immediately just protein is all I need. Apparently, he's a fraud. Probably could have told you that. A oh while yeah. Back. Oh my sweet Jesus. But 
We've got a lot of buffet action. Like I said, the chocolate pudding is like kind of a little bit of a dessert. Ooh, I love ice cream. Yeah, yeah. You, the ice cream is really a safe bet. Like the chicken tenders. Can't really go wrong with like the like, ice cream. You can't fuck up ice cream. You just are you talking about the soft serve out yeah. of the machine? It's so like, good. It's just like sugar and powder that just sits there and spins. Actually reminds me like remember, you know, like perhaps like freshman year of college when you're constantly on a campus like relying on like cafeteria food or I don't know, maybe you're at like some sort of like camp when you're younger and there's these people there who have like never apparently eaten in a cafeteria before. And you always have that one dude who's just like four ice cream cones. Yeah, or like six plates and it's just like tries one thing off each plate. It's actually a great TikTok account. It's called Cafeteria Bacteria. And all <laughs> this guy does is at his college, he goes and tries the three worst foods they have that day. And he just like chokes them down. It's so funny. Sounds absolutely terrible. I don't know why these people put themselves through that. And uh, one thing you could choke down pretty easily, though, is some donuts. I think everybody likes a good donut. You like donuts, Matt? Love donuts. What's your favorite donut? I am a, I've been on a big maple bacon kick. Wow. You know, get protein. The pro protein. Back again. to the protein. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's back. But I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good with just a glazed. Like, give me a good glazed donut. I'll take glazed over sugar. I, I'm not a big, other than the maple bacon, I'm not a big, like, gimmicky, like, I don't like sprinkles that much. I don't really like Oreos all that yeah, much. Yeah, anytime they put, like, cereal on the top, it just kind of sogs up a little bit. I get it, whatever, you know, whatever makes you happy. Um, for, for me personally, it's it's a chocolate long john. Just, I'm a classy, I'm a classy guy, you know, I, you know, I just like to keep to the traditional stuff. You know, I, everybody, I like a glazed donut, who doesn't though? Uh, but we have a um, donut shop uh, here in North Dakota. Um, it's called Sandy's Donuts. Now, I don't mean to throw them under the bus or really, or really talk down on them. I just want to share the news story that Matt actually shared. So my Cleary's comments is essentially just making Matt talk. Um, but Sandy's Donuts... They do a really good job. They make some fantastic donuts. Uh, really nice people. Unfortunately, they had um, their sign rip off. Was that because of the wind? Is that the nasty North Dakota wind that ripped off their sign? I'm not entirely sure what happened to the sign, which leads me to believe why I think it might have been intentional. Really? You think this was intentional? I think it's great promoting. How else are you going to get that free publicity? But just It's true. Essentially, the sign ripped off and how the text was shown it looked like a cock and balls. Sandy's cock and balls donuts. Extra <laughs> it, cream filled. It, yeah, it, it it's very dong-like. It's like Peppa Pig's nose. Yeah, it, um, lo it looks exactly like a penis. Uh, people people were talking about it. Matt was talking about it. Mint went like like our definition of viral. That's what it went. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah our definition of viral. It, we definitely went viral. I mean, it's so viral, my dad even heard about it. Um, Whoa. <laughs> he, well, my dad's in Portugal right now, and he sent me a picture of donuts over there that look exactly like the Sandy's Donut sign. Just like two, dong. two balls and a huge dong. And then he sent me an article that is from Vice, which is, of course it is, and it's the tie. I didn't read the article. I just thought it was funny. It was like tiny town in Portugal obsessed over penis shaped donuts. And I was like, wow, you hey, don't say, you know what they do say though, is, you know, everybody's willing to, you know, cradle the balls and stroke the shaft, but 
are you willing to swallow the gravy? I think we all need to, you know, take a long, hard look uh, at ourselves in the mirror and ask ourselves that. But we did a video about it. Matt did a good job on both TikTok and I threw it up on Instagram. Um, we also on Twitter and Facebook. Follow us there at NBNH Podcast. We have all sorts of content, um, extra exclusive content coming out all the time. Uh, we like to keep it fresh, have a lot of fun, and tell you all the exciting cock and balls news stories coming out of our fine state of North Dakota. What else do we got? Uh, I, you know, like you hear something and you take it completely out of context, like all the time. I was listening to another podcast and they said, and it just like they just glossed over it like it was normal. They said high school drunk driving dare, and I was like, my mind went to okay, a bunch of high schoolers got together got fucking obliterated, and then all went driving. Like A couple of dry martinis, next thing you know. <laughs> you drive right into a convenience store. But no, I was wrong. Um, do you know, like, the drunk goggles that when people like, come to your school or whatever? So DARE stands for Drug Abuse Resistance Education. And when they were talking about the drunk driving DARE, apparently they have a car, not just goggles, that simulates drunk driving. And you do, like, a car simulator about it. And so I was like, that sounds kind of sweet, but, like, what if you were the one kid in high school that was just good at drunk driving? I just thought of something. Million-dollar idea. You know how we're always, like, coming up with these weird and sometimes, like, stupid, yet maybe perhaps, like, practical ideas of entertainment? Example. Two examples. Escape rooms. Why, why do we find that necessary? Two those rooms where they set up like old electronics and like glass and give you like a bat and like a crowbar and shit. And you can just go to town on like all the stuff and just release some anger. We come up with essentially a go-kart course, but it's real vehicles. You sit at our bar for two to three hours. We're going to get you nice and sauced up. You sign a waiver you sign before a waiver. you start to drink. And then we throw you, you get in the car and, and you see what happens. And then... And then we get you right home afterwards. Yeah. You know, like how they have like hydro thunder and like, like, or Arctic thunder where you like sit at them. Like, what if they had like an actual simulator at the bar that you're just sitting there? It's like, no, this isn't a simulator. You're putting <laughs> we're, these people. We're putting behind. their lives at risk. It's going to be awesome. There's nothing in the rule book that says you can't play drunk. No, actually there is. Nothing in the laws that says you can't sign a waiver form and then drive drunk. In like a hockey rink that's surrounded by concrete. Old, all you're gonna do is old, old Kmart, dude. All you're gonna do is Austin Powers yourself and just be gridlocked. And then it's like, okay, your time's up. Thank you for the four hundred dollars. Your cab's out front. I always hated those like drunk goggles. I remember the first day of college they had them. Put them on me, and they're like the first day of college. It was like literally my orientation. They're like, I love that. I love. Our society's approach to just like let's let's keep pushing college on people, even though we know they just get fucking blackout drunk and just bang Toberfest. <laughs> it's just an absolute like, like people are banging RAs all the time. Oh, that is a great story. That's a Catholic. It's not very Catholic of you. It's not very lady like. Well, I mean, okay, it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty good story. I'll tell it. I'm gonna mention names, but so I'm going to school at you, Mary. Hooks up, and <laughs> this not a real school. <laughs> we're, we're, I think it's accredited. I don't know where my diploma is. Um, but we're sitting in my dorm room. We're just drinking four locos, you know, like college freshmen do. Mm -hmm. 
And this RA, who's just a huge bitch, just world class, comes in and we're like kind of like trying to figure out that we aren't that we're like we're not drinking. We're like everybody's ha- stuffing their cans in But their there's crotch. just beer everywhere. And she's like, Oh, I gotta write you up. And one of the football players I was with just goes, Didn't you just fuck so and so like two hours in his room, like two doors down? And she's like can you guys just keep it down (laughs) (laughs) and then like walked out, like just tail between her legs. And I was like, all right, we got to just blackmail every single RA. Why don't you try to keep his dong down? (laughs) Where were we? Uh, I don't even know. Drunk driving. Yeah. Dares. Kids are daring each other to drive drunk. Yeah. I just took it way way out of context. Like, oh, nice. Great for them. They were just destroying themselves and others by drunk driving. Then, like, I Googled it, and turns out, no, it's, like, actually an exercise they do. They take this car, and I was like, there's got to be a kid that's, like, good at drunk driving, and just, like, okay, well, that's not how it usually goes. <laughs> You're the exception. <laughs> what else you got? Uh, high school drunk driving dare. That's funny. I thought you were just going to say that as your next topic, and I was like, I literally <laughs> just did that. <laughs> no, it was uh, freaking cold out here in North Dakota and in our neck of the woods. Um, and that kind of reminded me of uh, one time I was out in Montana, our neighbors to the west, and um, I, was, I went out fly fishing for, I've done it twice in my life, and this was the second time I went fly fishing, and it was in the fall, you know, out in the Rocky Mountains. Uh, the weather can turn on you real quick, and boy, was it chilly the day we decided um, to go fly fishing. There's three of us, a few buddies, and uh, there was Matt's raising his hand, and I'm pointing at him. Um, other than it being shitty weather, is fly fishing like? Fly- yeah, if you have like a decent guide and like all the equipment and know exactly where to go, <laughs> a lot of factors got to come into play. So yeah, and so unless you have a perfect storm of like good friends and good equipment, fly fishing sucks. Yeah, I, I had a great guide. And uh, had another friend there with me. I got the hang of it, and yeah, I was actually I was smacking some fish that day. It's it's a lot of fun, uh, very therapeutic, very soothing. You know, you just kind of get in this rhythm of casting. Uh, you're out in nature having a good time. Uh, but you know, when you go fishing or hunting for that matter, you usually have to wake up a little earlier in the day. You know, get a hop on the day. Uh, usually have to travel, get ready, get out there, uh, and then you want plenty of time to have fun, hit the action. So, uh, you know, we woke up early, and, of course, the two fishermen, myself and my friend, were uh, wide awake, ready to go. Uh, Had no problem getting up, probably because we were on vacation. Um, But our guide, however, it was was like Denko Andy in Vegas, where, like, we're getting ready to go, and they're just like, dude, you have, like, I was being nice and trying to be, like, understanding that you're hung tits right now but i'm not kidding when i say we have to get going like that was the situation here and um essentially basically what we found out is that um we just had to grab the bong from the living room and take it into the bedroom to our guide and i've never seen that person pop up faster it's no bong it's for my schlong (laughs) so essentially i can think of like Fishing, I think, should be relaxing. Like, if I have a fishing pole that has no bait on it, I'm fine with that if I just sit there. But fly fishing seems like a lot of work. Yeah, definitely a lot of work. Um, 
I don't know, it's a lot of fun. Go check it out sometime if you want. I mean, doing it hungover has to be just the worst thing on the planet. I wasn't hungover, you know. That's that's what the bong water was for. You know, like you wake up and smell the bacon. You wake up and smell the coffee. You wake up and smell the bong water. Uh, but then we finally get out, thanks to our guide, finally, you know, coming out of the slumber. It's like I needed the cup of coffee to get going for the day, a little motivation. That's odd. And so we're there. We're out there, and I have... I brought. I was prepared. I brought a bunch of warm clothing, Matthew, and uh, my friend did not have warm clothing, so we were borrowing waiters. Uh, thank you, waiters. You know the the basically bibs that are waterproof. Uh, you know, up to your nipples, past your eyes, whatever. And so I have warmer clothes, and I at the time as we're leaving, I have like hunting waiters on, so they're all, all camouflage and really thick. Then, as, like, we're driving out there, like, I can feel, like, myself, like, like how warm I'm at, I am. And also concerned for my friend who just apparently just packed a sweatshirt and called it good. Um, so we get to the spot, like, ready to walk out to the stream. And I'm like, you know what? If you want to switch waders, like, you can have these. These are probably way warmer. I'm okay with those because I have, like, more layers, more insulation. Just Classic dumb and dumber. You've had two pairs of yeah. gloves this whole time. Uh, yeah. We were, in the, we were literally in the Rockies. <laughs> <laughs> Quite literally, yes. <laughs> and so me, this is with, you know, one of those few times where you actually recognize, like, the good karma. It's always easy to recognize, like, the bad moments and, the, like, when the unlucky moments. But there's some good karma going for me, and it proved to be crucial for the enjoyment of the rest of the day. <laughs> So we change waders and we go down to the water and like kind of getting situated and like you have to wade into the water. Wade in the water. What the fuck's Wade doing in the water? He can't swim. So we're out there and my friend goes like, hey, uh, is there a leak in these waders? <laughs> and it turns out I gave the warm waders to my friend concerned of him being cold. And turns out they had a hole in them, so they're just slowly dripping like the whole day. <laughs> the perfect crime. Yeah, so like I'm over there, I'm just fly fishing <laughs> away, and like my other buddy's like trying to help him, like I don't know, be warm. I don't know what you do, like just get out of the fucking water. I don't know what to tell you. I'm backtracking a little bit. Is the guy that you gave the waiters to the hungover one? I mean, I don't, I can't remember who was hungover and who was not. We drank the night before. We're running. We're on, all hungover. <laughs> yeah, like like we're running on minimal sleep. Like we're literally twenty one, twenty two at this time. Very you know, full of piss and vinegar, nice and primed, locked, cocked, ready to stock. And so yeah, we're out there, and I'm just fly fishing away, man. <laughs> and yeah, it was just kind of funny that I gave up my waders, and that proved to be a hole in them. And then, yeah, my friend just ended up just, like, giving up fishing and then went and gathered a bunch of firewood and just started a fire, like, on the beach. Just yeah. keep warm. And I'm like, you know what? Uh, whatever works best. Uh, the switching of the waders, who would have thought, proved to be um, a pretty critical move to save the day. So I do, I do love that when you switch with someone and then, like, thinking that you're giving them the best thing and then yours ends up being way better. And I mean, waders, I, I guess I haven't looked, but it just seems like it's something that'd be really expensive where it doesn't justify buying it for like, I haven't gone a, a fly fishing since, so that's about six years. What the hell would I would have done like to buy waders for a one-time use? 
You just got to have the good karma gods on your side. I'm not and kidding. And smoke bong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I actually have a fly fishing rod in the family. It is like 20, in the family, like in it's your 20 possession. Years, it's sitting in a closet at my mom's house. We won it 20 years ago in a silent auction. It hasn't been opened yet. Great. Fantastic fly fishing uh, equipment right there, Matt. You should definitely dust it off sometime. Uh, I don't want to. Um, I talked last week about <laughs> a guy falling into a vat of 2,000 degree uh, iron and basically, Bolton iron. And basically just disintegrated. Kind of happened again this week. But Sometimes a, when I puke a shit. As someone that's a tree trimmer, Jordan. Um, I'm not a tree trimmer. I used to be. I uh, used to be an arborist. There's a word for it. Are you? Does that just not happen anymore? If you're not working in that, I'm, I'm no longer a tree trimmer. Okay, that's but, like it's like calling a garbage man a garbage man. Okay. Um, Sanitation technician. But if you were trimming trees, would you ever do it um, while there was a wood chipper on underneath you? Probably, I mean, yeah, probably not a good idea to have, you know, gravity don't play fair. A man in Kentucky was trimming some trees. Yeah, Jordan's got a Kentucky sweatshirt on. Oh, I'm wearing my Kentucky yeah. sweatshirt. Imagine that. I was going to have you guess the state, and, and I completely forgot. Gator don't play no shit. And then when you didn't get it right, I was going to be like, Kentucky, and point at you. But forgot to do it. That's on me. Um, he was cutting some branches on a ladder and fell off the ladder into the wood chipper that was on dead instantly. So didn't survive. <laughs> no, apparently, I mean, remember when we did the uh, Olympics of movie weapons and we both picked a wood chipper, but in different movies? Mine was Fargo. Mine was uh, Dale and Tucker versus Evil. It's amazing. Yeah, one is a good movie. One is one movie I watch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, I was like, I'm trying to think what, what would be worse, falling into a molten thing of iron. Wood chipper. Or wood chipper head first, you're dead instantly. I don't think it's too much, but um, what are your last thoughts? Both, <sighs> of, both of them, one thing goes I through think my the head. The molten iron, I'd have to go. Just a tish more peaceful. Oh yeah, you know you don't have this like wood chipper running, just reeking like you know burnt gasoline. It's violent. The molten iron, at least you're like a part of something. So. Imagine the guys he's with. That, at least like, you'll be made into something. <laughs> the guy that comes back from lunch, the wood chipper's just running and his friend's not around, just like, uh, what? <laughs> but yeah, I uh, thought the wood chipper would be worse solely because the guy that fell into the molten iron at least got probably his family got some sort of huge settlement. It's hard to sue someone for just being an idiot. And yeah. falling into a wood chipper. You really got to watch out for the wood chipper and the molten iron out there, people. Gravity don't play fair. It never has, and it never will. So a mental note, maybe just hire a professional. Uh, maybe don't have the wood chipper running. And maybe, I, maybe let the iron cool down. I mean, I it's know. like basically a thousand ways to die, and I did watch a YouTube video. like, So I fall asleep every night like watching YouTube videos. It's very unhealthy, but go on. Yeah, that's probably why I sleep like shit. Um, and there was this group of teachers who went on like a canoeing trip. Love, love teachers. And there was other teachers <laughs> that were. <laughs> <laughs> Is that funny, Matt? No. Um, comes a meat wagon. <laughs> so let me paint a picture for you. These teachers, there's like, I think four teachers, uh -huh. three teachers <laughs> are going down on this canoe and they're going towards like some sort of like big tunnel. 
that they think is just like a slide going down and there's other teachers up on the rock watching them. Turns out they went into like some sort of small hydroelectric thing that basically just turned them into soup. Really? And then the teachers up on the rock watch this happen thinking they're going to pop out the other end. Just blood and parts of canoe come out the other side. <laughs> oh, boy. There had to have been signs, like, all over the place, like, hey, don't go into this huge pipe. Hey, this is not something that normal people in a steel canoe do. But they did it anyways, and yeah. like And, and rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers, obviously, but what the hell? T's and P's. Uh, you said a moment ago that you usually fall asleep watching YouTube or I feel like you listen to podcasts as well. Yeah. So I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, we have the Spotify wrapped going on right now. Um, unless you've lived under a rock, everybody's, you know, flaunting their Spotify wrapped for the year. What was I listening to? I'm so diverse in my music selection. Look at me. I'm a hot bitch. Um did you get a Spotify wrapped or do you have to pay for it, first of all? No, I did, but I like clicked on it and then I was like, Oh, I don't have time Dude, for this. So obnoxious. And then it like took me to a browser that I was on my phone and it was like Pornhub was I was like, okay. Um, and and then I was like, wait, I don't have time for this. So I like shut it down and then I went back later to try to find it and I can't find my Spotify wrapped. I'll show you after this. But okay. what they should do is give like like you know how there should have been a bunch of signs before this like hydro like wood chipper vat thing that those teachers went into <laughs> there should be like a serious sign or like some sort of disclosure um of the spotify wrapped of please take acid a half hour before this because like all it is is just like constant little like visual things and it's like okay let's let's get to the point here spotify really put in the time to edit um this like graphic background like light show thing lot going on i i do remember that from last year does it make you watch the whole thing or can yeah, you yeah and then it gives it? you and then it leaves you these stupid little cliffhangers like let's see what you listen to and then like it'll literally stop there until you click like the next one and then it'll take forever just to like be like here's your top song absolute genius marketing though if you yeah think no it is great everyone is talking about hey, it i'm a spotify premium member so i'm allowed to talk shit about them if i want and then still pay for their service and platform that's okay with me uh i just want to throw a random one at you so i obviously had my own personal spotify rep for uh jordan weichel but then uh since we have our podcast and spotify as a platform uh we also got like a spotify uh, uh, excuse me, a podcast, Spotify wrapped. So what do you think, a few factors to keep in mind here, what episode of ours do you think was like one of the most popular now on Spotify? So clearly something that, I don't know, an audience like loves Spotify or like was shared a bunch. And I'm just trying to give you some random hints because it is very random. Uh, but this episode in particular was like, just popped off compared to others and to help you out this is episode 133 i would say episode 100 so that'll put you back to about episode 80 ish so that's your range episode 80 to 132 what do you think i mean i can look at the analytics that i don't know if it's going to tell you much because remember this is just for spotify okay so it's not what i think so let me go yeah your guess is wrong is what i'm trying to politely uh, tell you by giving you more hints after you guessed <laughs> 
Gosh, that's tough. 80 to 130, essentially. I'm thinking it's something early because that would have more. 80 to 130. Essentially pick a number and then. Uh, Give me 80. Okay, I don't know what episode that is, but that is incorrect. For some reason, and I'm very happy for it, episode 91, Crowboy 69, was like shared like 200% more and had just this exponential amount of more listens on Spotify than any other uh, one of our episodes in the well, last year. That's because the kid's year. a psychopath, and I want him to get back on the show. Yeah, Crowboy69, The Crowbar. Check that episode out if you want. Episode 91 on Spotify or, you know, iHeart, Apple. Um, but the other thing about Spotify Wrapped is who gives a shit? Yeah, honestly, I don't care. Like, uh, I realized I couldn't get my Spotify Wrapped, and I was like, oh, gosh. Eh, whatever. <laughs> well, and then, like... I say that, but I, I don't mean it. I meant, like, just from, like, a neutral general consumer standpoint. The fact that we have a podcast, like, definitely makes it a little bit cooler. Seeing people out there, uh, like, share the fact that, hey, your podcast is, like, one of my top five podcasts that I've been listening to with so many different shows out there. which And that put out more than one a week. It's like, okay, our one a week podcast is in your top five. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought that was sweet. Um, everybody just sharing it to their stories. And I know, like, some people are like, you know, screw this. This is stupid. And then other people are like, this is awesome. Um, I definitely honor from our podcast account. If I saw people had that on their story and we weren't in their top five, I definitely sent them a direct message ridiculing. <laughs> I did for one person. I was like, oh, okay. I, I sent a sad face. And then they gave me Shout this. Shout out recurring guest Cole Foss, you fucking That exactly you who I'm talking about, too. He gave me this runaround about how he falls asleep listening to podcasts. So, like, Joe Rogan and all these other podcasts are ahead of ours. And I was like, that's bullshit. Now baby, come back. Either number one in your Spotify wrapped and number one in your hearts, but... You know what? The Spotify wrapped is, I don't know, it's a pretty good time. Uh, any musicians out there or fellow podcasters, it's kind of cool to kind of see uh, your show just wrapped up in a year. Uh, top artists for you, Matt? I'm going to say it's probably MGK. MGK. Or something really gay like, <laughs> freaking, like uh, in sync. Mine was uh, Chris Stapleton, Morgan Wallen. Parker McCollum, Julia Cole, uh, episode 98 guest. So check that one out. Love me some Julia Cole. And then my final one was Mike or Mike Stud, whatever, however you know him. And then I had um, I had a Morgan Wallen song, a Chris Stapleton song, a Parker McCollum song, and then obviously a Julia Cole song. Like it, it, my yeah. top artist matched. I, I'm a big, like, I just like search like summer hits of the 2000s and then hit play, and it literally plays. 200 songs and i like listen to that throughout like a week if i'm not listening to a podcast so i i yeah i have no idea it's gonna be interesting to see my spotify rap uh wrapped in was well, it is funny because you know when uh when we were on tour this last spring uh with some really amazing artists one of which was julia cole you know i was driving her around uh, part of that responsibility is not only getting them from a to b safe but like somebody's got to play music Somebody's got a DJ, and it's best if you just kind of do it. And, uh, yeah, I remember showing Julia last spring, like, hey, here's, by the way, here's my top songs of 2021 at the time, Julia Cole left and right. 
good to see that uh, still consistent with it. She's an amazing human, very talented. So uh, check her out if you haven't already. But Spotify Wrapped kind of wraps up uh, this segment or this portion of the show. Yeah, let's, um, let's we got get... a juicy mini helmet fantasy football. Yeah, um, I'm pumped for it. Let's get into it. Hopefully uh, our first segment with the new microphone sounded nice. Uh, let us know what you think. You can leave us a review or just check us out on you know the socials and send us a DM. Mini helmet fantasy football coming up. You've been pinching loaves on the lawn, man. I play croquet out there. Time for mini helmet fantasy football this week here on No Brains, No Headache podcast. It's our uh, our fantasy football game we play. Matt, the commissioner over here, created this wonderful game. So what we're going to do is go over our Week 13 matchup. I know I was up 5-3 to three going into it. And then we're going to pick our lineups for Week 14. Uh, I'm going to send it over to the commish over here. Matt, uh, what, do you th- what are you thinking of the season so far? Of mini helmet fantasy yeah, football. Yeah, so it's a up and down, up and down. I mean, I uh, started out pretty hot, had the leg up, lost three in a row. Uh, this last week was our one of the best contests as far as points go. All right, well, let's go into it. We got quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Obviously, we just pick um, a mini helmet representing a football team of the NFL from our magical bag of goodies over here. And then, yeah, we just pick our lineups accordingly. Obviously, as you cancel out your uh, positions, you get in some really tight spots. What you should do, Matt, if you don't already, is kind of like right next to it, like what pick it was of ours. So maybe we can really just, after we lose a, a terrible matchup, just really pick ourselves apart and, just and em- degrade yeah, ourselves. Yeah, emotionally cripple ourselves for the next uh, week. I've been doing that in fantasy, actual fantasy football for the last like two, three years. So I'm just like, I constantly go back to the draft. At the beginning of the season, it's just like, yep, no, that pick wasn't it. You had this guy, this guy, this guy. No, you had to take it's that like, Yeah, Michael Thomas looked like the steal of the draft in the sixth round for two weeks, and then he just decided he wasn't going to play anymore, so that was sweet. Yeah, just jumping the gun on a quarterback. What can you do? Mini helmet, fantasy football, Matt. Uh, why don't you take us through our matchup here from week 13? So most of you don't know, last week I had a very stacked team. And I said, if we lose, I will drink every single Stat. shooter. Okay, we have up there. And oh yeah, <clears throat> now I'm now it's coming back to me. I was telling you before we started recording. I like mini helmet fantasy football because I always forget what my team is. Lovely surprise every week. I remember now. Matt's was pretty effing stacked. So I started out and I'm I'm doing the points and I go Jordan's quarterback Geno Smith, thirty two points actually. Yes. Did he have a bunch of rushing yards? I think so. Because he only had like two touchdown passes, I think. My quarterback, Lamar Jackson, hurt oh, instantly 1.4 points. You blew it! Oh. So I was like, oh, God, I do not want to have to drink all those. But I will if I have to. Okay. Let's move um, on to running back. Corduroy Patterson. Uh, that was my pick? Yep. Six points. Dude, he, yeah. He either has 40 points or none. Yeah. Uh, I had CMC, 28.6 points. So I'm back on track Christ, a little bit CMC here. had a monster game. Uh, Cortland Sutton was your wide receiver. Oh, God. Zero burger. How did he even get a target? <laughs> he forgot to go to the game. Well, his quarterback's Russell Wilson. Lesson learned. Yeah. The, 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 any, really, anybody on the Broncos, like their defense is okay, I guess. but They traded their best defensive player. 
But I mean, they're they're holding these teams to not very many points, and they just can't score. Yeah, so that's true. Uh, my wide receiver, CD Lamb, twenty point four points. This God, puts me in the yeah. driver's seat. You had Hunter Henry as your tight end, three point three. Travis Kelsey was my tight end, had seven point six points. So what's the math come out to? I'm not doing it uh, in my head here. I had fifty eight point oh five, and you had forty one point nine five. Gee, I really dropped off after Gino. Yeah, you did. Gino was my entire team. Lesson learned. Next time I get the Broncos, I'm just doing the whole fullback as tight end strategy move. Yeah. Because if, hey, remember, Matt, could you quit doing the fucking paper and the thing? Um, (laughs) What did I tell you a few weeks ago when we first came out with the, hey, can we put the fullback at the tight end strategy move? Who did we say it was the only good for? 49ers? Yeah, Kyle uh, Juszczyk yeah. had a touchdown this week. So kind of a tough spot to not take the rest of the talent on the team. But if you strategically picked him, uh, you'd be sitting pretty. But Matt wins week 13. He really needed that one. He was on a bit of a skid there. So now the overall uh, record is me 5, Matt 4. Is that correct? Yeah, pivotal week 14 matchup. And I was thinking about this. We really haven't set the parameters for like how long this is going to go. But I was thinking, and if my math is off, excuse me on this, but we could take it to the divisional round because there will be eight teams left exactly. Yep. Does that make sense? We could I, even go farther. We'd just have to funk, fudge up the r- rules a little bit. Yeah, well, that's what I was thinking, so maybe we'll shoot for that. But we'll just keep playing on because – it's just back and forth. I think at one point I was down like two to three to Matt here. Now I'm up. I was up five three. It's five four. Uh, obviously, if you're doing your math at home, we did not start this at the beginning of the I think season. We started like week five. Had to work out a few kinks. We honestly forgot about it for until a minute yeah, we were Mandan. Matt was like, "Why don't you guys do mini helmet fantasy football?" I really like that. So it's like, yeah, if you like, have oh, any suggestions yeah. for the shows, just tell us. We'll probably do it. We wouldn't. Uh, a reminder wouldn't hurt. So. But let's get into week 14. Championship. Let's pick our championship lineups here. Hold on, Matt. Uh, so obviously what we do is we pick out the Thursday night teams. So that was uh, Raiders and Rams are out. And then obviously buys. We can't have the buy teams in there. Monday night games. Okay. Thurs- Thursdays are still in. Okay, I'm an idiot. I don't even know the rules to this goddamn game. The Patriots and Cardinals play on Monday night. Terrible matchup. And then your buys are Atlanta, Chicago, Green Bay, uh, Indianapolis, New Orleans, Washington. So all of those teams are out of play. Raiders and Rams in play, it turns out. Winner picks first, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. What you pick is what you get. Right. Matt with the first one here needs a big week. Okay, he does the old. I got the Eagles, Wow, and I'm going to go with Jalen Hurts. I mean, if that's your yeah, if that's your first pick of the old roster, the guy might win MVP. I am a believer that if he keeps playing the way he does, he will. I want the Alabama Bowl in the Super Bowl. The two overs hurts. Do you? It'd be such a good game. I kind of want the Vikings to make it. Oh so. yeah, as a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got the 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 old uh, Los Angeles Chargers. I'm not really upset about it. Uh, by the way, Matt's Eagles, they take on Giants on the road. And then the Chargers I got here, I believe that game, did it get flexed to uh, Sunday night, the Dolphins-Chargers? 
because that's what it's showing is Sunday night. I thought I maybe heard that got flexed. Regardless, uh, the Dolphins play the Chargers, and the Chargers is the, my pick here. You did. Uh, yeah, I got really good uh, quarterback, running back. Is Eckler healthy? I don't know. How do we find out? All right, I'm pulling up the old depth chart. Um, I learned my lessons earlier in the season to be prepared. It's not showing anything next to his name. I'll get it once. I, I got to go with Eckler. I mean, that's, that's just what I got to do. I am never going to financially recover from this. Yeah, he played a full or full game, so might as well. I got to go with Eckler. I just feel like he's he's always good for about like 10 targets, 10 receptions a game. <laughs> uh, the, the Chargers kind of been a weird team this year. I thought they were going to be awesome so much. My six second six. pick, I got the Giants. They're taking on your Eagles. So yeah, you get to so watch both your players in the same game. I'm going to go with Saquon. He's having a wagon of a year. Matt's got some really nice picks early. When you get Saquon and Hurts, I played both of those guys in actual fantasy football last week, or this last weekend. Not great. Team, names, Dukes laying low, not going to the playoffs. It's really unfortunate. Already, I got the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I believe that's the first time all year that I've gotten the Vikings. I've, I've gotten them because I've picked JJ before. Yeah, so the Vikings, uh, they actually hit the road. Um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking real quick. Oh, yeah, they take on the Detroit Lions. Actually, I'm thinking going to be a really good game. Last time they played, like every other fucking game for the Vikings, came down to the wire. They figured it out. Be very dumb of me to not take my boy Justin Jefferson here. So I'm really happy with that. And even Let's even the odds. You got Hertz and Saquon. I got Eckler and JJ. Usually I, it is just a total like misfits. It's like, like we're, we're picking Colts, Texans. Uh, sprinkle the Bears in there when yeah. you've already picked your quarterback. Browns. It's like okay, Nick Oh, Chubb. that's that's more like it. Yeah, yeah. Jaguars. <laughs> it's come back down to earth. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with. Uh, you, you need me to pull up the old depth chart. I, I want to look at who. Played well for him last week. I'm thinking I'm. I don't think anybody did. Yeah, they Um, really didn't play. So Matt has wide receiver and tight end open. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Christian Kirk. Okay, Matt's gonna take the Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver one. Christian Kirk got a lot of a lot of money in the off season. He's been pretty decent, pretty consistent for the most part. Um, But that's more like it. The picks here. Let's see if I can't. I don't know. Chiefs would be nice, or a Bills perhaps. Hell, I'd even take the Eagles, or I mean the Dolphins. Excuse me, Matt's already got the Eagles. You know, I'm I'm a little off today. Yeah, excuse moi. Oh, great. <laughs> this is more like it. We get a little ahead of ourselves yeah. and shitty teams. All right, I got the Pittsburgh Steelers here. It's funny because I don't want to take their quarterback, yeah, but like I'm going to be relying ch- on their quarterback to pass to the tight end here. Um, and I'm gonna go tight end. Pat Fryermuth. <laughs> Where did he go to college? Uh, Purdue. Penn State. Penn State. That's my second guess. See, uh, people, this is the interesting part of mini helmet fantasy football. Yeah. My next pick, I have to take a quarterback. Matt, quit looking in the- <laughs> <laughs> Matt likes to do this thing. And Matt also has the tight end position. So you get somebody like the uh, Seahawks, Seahawks, and it's just like, is there any consistency at the position? I'm going to go with Noah Fant. Yeah, he's got a. I think he has like a visor, and it looks pretty badass. So I could not see out of one of those things if I had to wear one. I can't wear sunglasses because it throws off my depth perception. So, All right. 
Can't imagine me wearing a visor would do any good. Where's the Chiefs at? All right, I'll take that. I got uh, the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Let's see if he can play. Gus Farrakh. He can play really well in Week 14. Tom Brady, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm pretty happy with that. I think this is a somewhat even week, at least going into it, looking at it on paper here. Like you, like last week, Lamar goes out, my quarterback goes off. You don't know what's going to happen. Thank God Matt had pro bowlers and all pros after that. But uh, real quick, why don't you go through your lineup? I got Jalen Hurts, quarterback, running back, Saquon Barkley, wide receiver, Christian Kirk, tight end, Noah Fant. Nice, decent uh, lineup there, and I'm, I'm liking mine against that one too. Tom Brady, Buccaneers quarterback. I got running back, Austin Eckler of the Chargers. Wide receiver, probably one of the best in the game, Justin Jefferson of the Vikes. And then uh, the old tight end position. We should do like a side bet on our tight end matchup of it's gonna be Pat Fryermuth versus Noah Fan. Yeah, just a total fuck fest. Well, yeah, that's our that's our lineups for week fourteen. I'm winning five to four in the series, but Matt's looking to even the odds. And that's gonna wrap up our show here. Uh, what the fuck episode is this? Uh, one thirty four coming up next. You can follow us on social media at NBNH Podcast, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And uh, we got some exciting stuff coming up, so uh, stay tuned. No brains, no headache. Podcast. It's a brand new day, and now I feel right. It's a brand new day, and now I see the light. It's a brand new thing, brand new perk, it's a brand new wings. Thank you, I went to church.